all right, I do have to confess, I'm definitely getting like sort of, oh, Jesus, that aftertaste is not that great. I'm definitely getting like an American taste. I remember back in the days when I was like maybe 10 or something, my grandma always used to travel to the US and she always brought, when she came back, she always brought candy from the US because it it, it was just so different. I think just in terms of the regulations <laughs> of like what's allowed to put into candy is way different in the US and that's why the candy was so different. Also probably the taste of Americans, but I am taking the second sip right now. I mean, it's definitely not cherry coke. Honestly, it's not cherry coke. It's it's basically its own taste, I would say. I'm not really getting the nutty flavor. Um, it's just super sweet, and especially like a different drink. It's like when you go to like different um, burger chains, for example, and the burgers just don't at all taste alike. And I feel like that's the same thing. But I do have to say, it's re- it's pretty good. It's okay. Like, I'm not mad at it. I would actually get it again, but it's just a different, it's just a different drink. But let's continue on, like, the topics that I wanted to cover this week. But I do have to say, Dr. Pepper, um, in terms of, like, giving it a rating, I would say it's actually a solid 8 or 9. I actually, like, I'm, I'm kind of digging it, honestly. Honestly, it's kind of great. I, I've, I thought that the, the first sip was kind of really sweet, like, I got kind of like a sugar shock, but I have to say now, okay, giving it a solid, solid eight. It's a solid eight. Do I prefer it over the, like, Coca-Cola Cherry Coke? Um, I don't know. It's, it's really just a different drink, so I wouldn't, like, like to compare it, actually. It's not Cherry Coke, that's for sure. So let's continue with the other things that I want to cover. Also, what was kind of related to my birthday still, um, is because in terms of like talking to my dad about like what I'm what I want for my birthday I was talking to him about the new mic that I wanted to get for a podcast and it's like this Like everybody knows that that kind of like saw a couple podcasts on YouTube. It's called the Shure SM7B It's this sort of mic that every podcaster uses um, And I thought about getting this one. It's kind of expensive or at least like in a more professional um, space, but I found out that you not only need the microphone, you also need the mount that is that needs to be a certain way. So you can't just take any mount. You want a mount that's like great. I found that out. Um, also, you need other cables. Right now, I'm really just recording this straight from the. It's like still the funniest thing. I'm recording this straight from the ear pods or the Apple like headphones straight into the iPhone. So that's really um, easy for me. It would be more complicated to actually record with the Shure SM7B because you also need to have sort of this thing that powers the microphone in some sort of way and it needs to have a certain power to have a certain quality. So actually I found out that if you don't have this device that powers the microphone, the Shure SM7B, um, you actually have a worse quality. So that would require me to also get those other things. And then I was basically like, okay, not going to happen right now. I'm super fine with what I'm doing right now with this recording setup, actually. And it's it's not worth it to me right now. I would prioritize a better camera right now because I think it's just what I would like to have more like as a next upgrade. But after that, for sure, it's a new microphone because I'm actually recording a lot of things with this microphone right here. But I think in terms of like of the level where I'm at right now, I think it's perfectly fine. 
in the future, I definitely want to get this microphone um, because I'm really excited for like audio and like making that sound better. But right now, I'm it, it just wasn't the moment. Like the moment that I found out that I would have to make basically like double the investment of what I thought it would be buying this microphone because you need to buy all those other things. So I was basically like postponing the whole idea because I just felt like, yeah, I don't need it right now. It would be a nice upgrade, but I don't need it right now. Also, another thing that I kind of like found out in the last week, which was kind of weird actually, was finding out that I've become pretty unemotional. And it's sort of this weird thing to talk about because on one hand, I try to balance those two things between, on one hand, I know that it's important to have emotions and to show them and to live emotions. On the other hand, I know in business, for example, it really gets in the way of execution where you are emotional about things and I sort of like tend to go over into the not be emotional at all and that's sort of where I'm at right now. So to give an example here, it's sort of when someone lies to you for example and you find out that they lied to you, I would be super unemotional and basically just like, okay, I found out that you lied about it but I wouldn't care because the way that I look at it right now and it's kind of funny to think about it like this um, when you try to like form it into words and basically try to explain it to someone else what's the what's like the upside in me telling you or like being mad at you because you lied to me what's the upside of that I do not get any single or at least I don't see any upside in telling you that you lied to me or like being mad at you I I just don't see an upside there and that's where I'm like okay it's this energy that I could use for something else and it's for me not even like a thing of like do I want to be mad at this person it was just like I'm not gonna be mad at this person because I'm just not getting any anything out of there like for being mad actually I would get a short-term reward in like living out my feelings but on the other hand I'm just like in this mindset right now if you lie to me and I'm just like okay why would I be mad at you right now it's just like um thought power that I'm like wasting on something that is just like a fact you can't really change anything about it you lied to me and that happened so why would I be mad right now it's just not beneficial for me and just finding out like when someone when I was sort of in this situation where like hold on I could be or like normal people quote unquote would be mad right now but I just wouldn't be usually and that's where I was just like because I kind of find found out that it's really important to live out emotions and it's not a great thing to suppress emotions I sort of like was um, debating is it is it like a good thing that I'm like home handling those situations or is it actually suppressing emotions which would not be bad but the way that I think about it right now is actually that I think it's not really suppressing it's like sort of like explaining the situations or like the emotions um, and just explaining to myself that it's just not a good investment to be mad right now it's just I'm not getting anything getting anything out of it with the other person when it comes to like um like the connection and the also like the report that I have with the other person, I'm it's it's not getting better when I'm mad at them. So I'm just like, why would I why would I even invest any energy into that situation? And as I said, it's not like a thing that I'm aware of. It's just like I'm in this mindset already where I'm like, okay, 
I wouldn't even think about it. And this week I had this situation where I was just like getting aware about it. Okay, I could be mad right now. And I just realized that I would never think about this as I'm, as I am right now. But it was just a really interesting experience to see myself getting aware of like being unaware of like how I handle emotions or like situations w which other people would handle emotionally. And I can definitely take or connect this thought to like the advice that Gary V hands out because he's basically like, be, don't be emotional about anything and you're going to be fine. And that's sort of like kind of right. The only question is, when do you like I'm trying to find out the space of like, am I actually only reversing like the situation in terms of like handling the emotions or am I actually suppressing the emotions? And that's where I'm like kind of in, in the spot right now where I'm like, am I actually suppressing or is it just like reverse engineering? Like, is it like, does it bring me any value to be mad at this person, for example, or to be emotional about this situation? And especially in business and i i feel currently like in also in life in general if you're not emotional about many things it's a great thing so because you just have so so less to worry about because all the situations that usually people would be mad at you're just like okay whatever i'm gonna just move on and that's where it was just like wasn't really interesting point this week where i was um in the situation of like oh shit usually people would be mad at this person right now but i just wouldn't because it's just not valuable to me and it was just a really um rewarding i would say or like satisfying a moment to just let go of the emotion and just be mad at the person just because i wanted to be not because it it had to be but because i just wanted to let out that um emotion and wanted to basically like also um tell myself that currently I'm just letting out this emotion because just because I want to, not because it doesn't, not because it makes any sense to let out this emotion, just because I wanted to. And I do have to say, <laughs> at the end of the day, those three days of being mad at the other person weren't really like bringing me any value other than like me constantly thinking about this situation, which was like really distracting the whole time. So, but I, I, I just wanted to like prove myself that I can let go of this emotion or like basically live out this emotion. And that was just a interesting little situation this week where like find out about me by now being really unemotional about a lot of things. And the last thing that I wanted to pack into this week's podcast is um, this woman that I'm texting with on Instagram. She's, she's such a nice woman. Like she, maybe she listens even to this episode if you hear this, I'm so thankful for all the things that you've done only through Instagram DMs. Like it's so, so exciting to, to, to just experience what you can actually do inside of Instagram DMs and the power that just communication only over messages can have because she really just motivates me. We have a constant contact about different things like business and we talk on so many different levels. But really the main thing that I got out of like talking to her is like that she wanted me to connect with more people in business, um, in social media. And that's just something that I'm just currently not that type of person basically of like, I want to connect with this person. I'm going to text this guy. I'm just like, oh, why would I text this guy? Like why, basically like, why would he um, reply back to me? Like, why would he want to have a connection with me? 
But a great th- sentence that I picked up this week by Gary Vee was, "Don't say no for the other person." And if you really like live that sentence and apply that to different situations, especially in sales or marketing, it just really is sort of like this freeing thing because now you're like, okay, I'm sort of saying no for this other person, even though I didn't even like let them talk basically. And that was just an interesting thing. And I'm just really so thankful for her that she encouraged me basically to connect with other people and especially with like young people that are entrepreneurs or that are just generally in business or that just have different uh, similar interests or also different interests, which because like having different interests can also like be a magical experience if you connect with those people. And she really just encouraged me and pushed me to connect with a lot of people. And I hope that she continues doing that because it gives gives me such a great drive. And I'm so thankful for that because that's definitely something that I need because that's not something like an area where I'm good at right now. And also the last thing that I want to mention here is I feel like this weekly roundup on the on this podcast right here could also be a great thing if I would do this new segment of like what's coming up the next week. That's basically like a great exercise for myself to basically like set sort of like a rough schedule. But also for you, I think it could be a cool thing if I say like, okay, on Wednesday, this video is going to drop and on Friday, I'm going to interview this person and on Sunday, I'm going to drop this video or I'm going to do this talk or whatever. I think it would be a cool thing if I would include in the future, basically like um, as soon as next week, include at the end of the podcast maybe or weekly roundup this section of like what's going to come up in the next week. I think that would be a cool thing. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. I touched on a lot of different things, but as always, basically, they're really close to my heart. So I hope that it was interesting for you and you like maybe start a conversation in your mind for yourself. So thanks for listening to this episode and see you in the next episode of the podcast. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. In this week's episode, I talk about why I might become a father by 23. Also, I taste Dr. Pepper like the Coke thing for the first time ever. And I compare it basically to cherry Coke, like from Coca-Cola. Then I talk about why I've become very unemotional and like the story around that. Also, I cover like why I love people and also the internet. And the last thing I cover is a new segment that I want to include in this weekly roundup, which is kind of exciting for you. So let's hop right into this week's episode of the podcast. So welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, it's going to be an interesting one because I feel like we got a lot to cover. I always do those notes before I record the podcast to like sort of had some stepping points of where I can look at what I'm going to talk about in this week because there's so many thoughts in my mind that I would be just be stumbling around if I wouldn't have like those step-by-step points of what I want to cover in the episode that I'm recording right now. So the first thing on this list is my life and family plans. And what's sort of interesting is, so on Monday, so about a week ago, I turned 20 and I already shared last week the experience with you about turning 20, which is sort of um, like kind of like scary situation where you're like, okay, I'm 20 now, you know? And 
What I thought about this week and what kind of sparked off this point right here that I wanted to mention to you is a conversation that I had with a friend today just about life and about um, getting kids at a really early stage. And we sort of thought, talked about this because my grandma got like my dad and also my um, uncle and my aunt really early in her life, like around in her 20s at least, like so basically what I'm like entering right now in her 20s and that's sort of really interesting because now she's really old but they're also really old and they have their children and that's some really exciting like stage to be in to have so so much family around that's also sort of something that I didn't mention to you in the last episodes what I was talking with my cousin about when we were at my grandpa's deathbed basically like when we were like saying goodbye to him and saying farewell, it was just this idea that came into our mind, like my cousin, my cousin and I, where we we just like, you know, in life, you do a family or you start a family because of this, because in your last minutes, in your last hours, if there's a lot of people with you, it's just a great experience. It's just so much better and so such a fulfilling feeling, or at least we thought that it might be such a fulfilling feeling of just having so many people around you and it's obviously not only in those like last minutes or last hours but also in your entire life it's just a great feeling to have like sort of this support system around with you and you also need to like make sure that the support system is like in a good place and make sure that everybody um, is respected and you just have to keep the family together so to say but that's just something that we came up with and in this conversation that I had with my friend today about like starting a family really early on we talked about like the opportunities that you just have when you get kids um, in your 20s but at the same time you try to live your 20s like in a full way and you want to really live that new stage of your life of like growing up and finally finding yourself and stuff but at the same time it's just really great if you already can like grow a family and just make sure that when you're really old, you have a bunch of grandchildren. And that's just a really interesting aspect of life. And sort of what is kind of connected to this is the saying by Chris Doe that he said in, Chris Doe is sort of this designer, graphic designer, and he leads this um, YouTube channel called The Future. It's also a company. And also he has this agency called Blind. Um, he's a designer and he talked about like two young designers that, the number one mistake that young people do is that they think that they have much time. And sort of I try to balance this statement with Gary Vee, which basically says like you can become parents like when you're 50 or something. So he's basically saying like you have so much time, what are you complaining about? And I sort of try to weigh both those statements like on the one hand you don't have time because young people think that they have so much time and that's why they do so many things and I try to weigh those two opinions in a healthy way because it's really in the balance where the magic happens but I just sort of thought like if you would ask Gary Vee he would say like yeah you can become a parent whenever you want to be whenever it's the right moment but if you would for example ask Christo in this moment right here maybe he might say like yeah, it's really great if you get your children really early on um, because then you have them for extended period if you would get them later on. Uh, kind of obvious here right now, right? So that's just something that we talked about today, which kind of like 
started this conversation in my head where I'm like, okay, so that would literally mean that I would need to get a wife and become like a family in three years or like five years or something. And that's kind of like a huge pressure to take on. But it's definitely something to think about when you just live your life to plan out plan ahead and obviously you can't always plan things but I think it's just a it's just a great thing if you are aware of those things because and we just said today like we felt like you know I just turned 20 and obviously I'm 20 now and I feel like I've changed a bit but I didn't change like that like you would think and and we just felt both today that it's going to be the same thing when you turn 40, when you turn 30, when you turn 50. You just feel like, oh shit, I'm 50 now, you know what I'm saying? And that's what you, it's, it's basically self-awareness or awareness of your situation of like, okay, so if you want to have a really lot of grandchildren, it's really best if you would get them really young. So just being aware of that like factor and that situation, basically, I think it's just a great thing because then you're not ending up like, okay, I'm 40 now and I don't have any any children at all. I'm not speaking grandchildren, I'm speaking children. So I think obviously with planning those things, it's really hard because the question becomes like, what do you prioritize in when it comes to getting children? Is it more important to have a partner that is like whatever 100% um, with you means or is it more important to get children really early on? But if you would, for example, put that prioritization of getting children really early on at the number one spot, you would say like, okay, I'm going to find a partner and we would, for example, get children after one year of like a relationship. And there's people that would say like, oh my God, are you crazy? Um, and then you just need to weigh out what's more important to have um a stable partner there, whatever that means, if that's even like sort of possible in this time, where I just feel like it's not really that possible anymore, just to have a stable partner, like for example, like my grandpa and my grandma were like for, engaged for 60 fucking years, like I, I just don't think that that's the majority of the reality that's still today in this um, moment, and even if you think about it, like when you are 20, and you like would be with your partner for 60 years, you just, it's kind of boring because you want to experiment and you want to experience also other people. And that's where I think you need to really make sure that you are aware of your prioritization of like what's more important, that the partner is sort of right, like you can never have 100% for sure, but that the partner is sort of right and the right person or is it more important for you to just have the children and then you eventually might break with up break up with the partner if if it's not working out you know but that this conversation was just really interesting to me because I just felt like okay I'm 20 now and theoretically I could like get children in three years just theoretically and I just it just was really interesting to me to think about those things when it comes to turning 20 now and just like okay in three years I could get children so when I'm way older I would have more grandchildren it's just like being aware of this factor but at the same time as I said like weighing out those both sides of like pressure and no pressure um I don't have to have grandchildren it's not gonna like obviously it's gonna be a different life but it's not gonna be a worse life that's for sure so that's the first thing on this list that I wanted to cover today and the next thing is 
I went grocery shopping this week and usually some from time to time at least <laughs> I like to get a cherry coke. I'm a big advocate of cherry coke um, and they start basically selling cherry coke in like those cans and now they don't have it like at the local chain that I'm going to anymore and I went to the I went to the register and they had this thing called Dr. Pepper. I'm sure like everybody literally knows about this brand, but I didn't know about it. At least I, I've seen it before, but I was just like, is Dr. Pepper even Cherry Coke? It, it just sounds like it's really stupid right here, but it just sounds like there's pepper in there, you know, pepper. Um, but obviously it's not in there. It's just the name. It's a brand. I could research it, but I don't think that the effort is like really that interesting to me. Um, so I just wanted to try it out for the first time. I heard that there's like sort of like this nutty flavor in it, which sounds kind of weird, but I would just say, let's crack this can open and taste it for the first time. It's like real ASMR here. I'm taking the first sip right now. Oh, Jesus. 